0: Self love and self care indefinitely overlap, as do mindset and mindfulness. Here on Planning Positivity and Purpose, I'm going to give you the tools to fill up your toolkit to live a positive and purposeful life. Emotional maturity and emotional self care. Emotional maturity means taking responsibility for our emotions and subsequently our actions by noting we will naturally be biased in our own thinking when interacting with others and more so with ourselves. Our internal representations are what is left when we delete, distort and generalize all the information we come into contact with in the external world, through conversations with people, media, experiences at home, school, everything. Our internal representations are so deeply rooted and unfortunately, they aren't always healthy ones. Our minds are powerful things, though, and we can consciously choose to change these representations with techniques from simple day-to-day habits we instill, affirmations and hypnosis, to name a few. It is important that we reflect in order to grow and sustain a healthy level of emotional maturity. Today, we will be diving into cause and effect, what it means and how to live on the cause side of life. I sometimes talk about cause and effect being emotional maturity and while being at cause can come across very inverted commas growth mindset and using the word in any context emotional appears to be more on the mindfulness side of things but guys it's a spectrum and you can't have mindset without mindfulness to live a fulfilling and content life they work together hand in hand so today you will look into how to put the reins in your hands and reclaim your power First, we'll dive deep into cause and effect and focusing on how we can be on the core side of life. Then, we'll lean into some emotional self-care looking at compassion, forgiveness, and stress management. We need to ensure we are always checking in on ourselves as there will always be bumps on the journey. Cause and effect, which side are you on? Firstly, what does it mean? When you're living on the core side of life, It means that you are choosing what you want to manifest into your reality, both through your thinking and your actions. You are in control. Even when bad things and challenges occur, you know that it's in your hands and you can make what you want out of those situations. And that can be something extremely positive. No matter what happens, how hard the low, you are choosing to see it as a life situation, not your life. Thus, something that you can actively choose to reflect, react and reframe. On the other hand, when you're living on the effects side of life and we all find ourselves there at some point or another, everything tends to feel like it's happening to you. You feel as though you're out of control and your life is just spiralling absolutely everywhere. You can't quite seem to separate yourself from the crap things that are happening. Our goal is to be able to stand on the outside and look in. We all have the ability to do it. We all give our loved ones the best advice, but don't easily seem to act on it the same way when it comes to ourselves. Being on the effect side of life is a really, really, really heavy way to live because everything feels like it's out of control 24-7. Now, that's not saying... Being on the core side of life is easy and it's just some kind of perfect mindset that you can click and it goes on and you don't have trials and tribulations. But what it is doing is accepting that if you really want change, you want things to play out in a certain way and take the best from things you can We truly are the creators of our own reality, and it starts from choosing to be on the cause side of things and choosing how we react and interact with the feelings and situations we experience. Now, stay with me just for a moment. No matter how unkind this may sound, in simple terms, I personally wanna be at fault for everything. It's not about beating yourself up, but about being in control and having the power in your life and for how you feel. When I'm accountable, that just means that I can shift the crappy scenario into something that I can reflect on and action to make change, and you can as well. There are many challenging life situations we will face, whether it's boundaries being broken, communicating with a colleague at work, or maybe getting to the gym as many times as you want a week. For me, I find that when someone isn't quite making time for me in a relationship, I can get into a really, really low mood and cry a lot. I'm a big old cry baby. And when they aren't making time for me and respecting my wants and needs, they're breaking boundaries. It's not every life situation we can just pick people up and put them in the bin. I mean, it might be needed and sometimes, and in those cases, we don't wanna be in effect and remove them and remove the unwanted feelings they bring. But we can talk about letting go another day. We tend to often blame the counterpart in this situation for our feelings, it becomes their fault. They're breaking my boundaries. They're not communicating with me. They're hurting my feelings, blah, 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 blah. Really, really freaking boring. At work, when things aren't getting done, we find it easy to blame others straight away, right? But maybe it's also important to reflect upon ourselves. Have I been clear enough? What can I do to make this situation easier for myself? Am I upholding my personal policies? Cause and effect to me really and truly is emotional maturity. We can be jealous of other people getting the successes that we want and find ourselves in a downward spiral of self-loathing, which then actually stops us from having the motivation to get the things we're jealous of others for having. The queen that is Mel Robbins calls motivation out as bullshit in her interview on Impact Theory. And it is so true and it has stuck with me since I watched it. You cannot wait to be motivated. We genuinely need to put things into action to be motivated. We need to do stuff. When we're at cause and choose to feel a certain way, choose to react, choose to make an action plan on a life situation, we regain control of the will, And this takes emotional maturity. It's looking at others who may already have what we want and actually going, it can be done. So those bitter feelings and jealousy they only create that downward spiral of unhealthy and negative emotion. It does fuck all for us. It's time to reflect. Where do I lack emotional maturity? And why do I behave this way? How will I hinder, oh fuck. Three, how will this behavior hinder me? You don't want that right, do you? So ask yourself, what will I action when I feel this way? to reach emotional maturity. Now just a few ideas to keep check of our emotions when things get a little bit tricky. Stress management. Emotional self-care is managing the way we feel in our mind and at times what feels like our heart too. Managing stress is a very important way to make sure we're taking care of ourselves is if we can figure out how to manage our stress, it will create a lot more space for healthy emotions when we're stressed, acting emotionally mature becomes 10 times more difficult. Or when we're tired, I speak from experience. That's definitely me. When I'm tired, everything seems to go out the window and I behave in a way which is not cool and I lose every ounce of grace. And it's usually because I'm tired or hungry, to be honest. Something to add to the care package. If you find recurring moments where you get stressed, have a think, what can you do in place to prevent it? And two, what can you also do in that moment? I often like to simply communicate, I'm upset, stressed or tired and I'll say I'll be able to think clearer in 10 minutes or even tomorrow, whoever the situation is happening with. If you can't think or function in your best way in that moment, it's fine but it's our job to communicate when interacting with others. If stressed with workload in the moment, I know I can simply look at my list, circle what needs to be done and write a mini list and put the other one aside. I also know I can prevent silly long lists by organising reoccurring big picture and weekly planning sessions at a time my mind is most clear and functioning at a high level to remove stress. Forgiveness. Forgiveness is such a vital part of our emotional self-care. If we are still carrying the weight of pain and anger on our backs, How can we really see the world in our best light and be emotionally mature? It's important to remember that forgiveness does not mean holding on to the past and subsequently not letting go. Forgiveness is accepting that something has happened. Someone has done something and you will no longer create a pool of anguish, hate, negative thoughts against that person or situation. It's a form of acceptance. That does not mean you can't let go. Forgiving someone, for example, does not mean you have to keep them or let them back into your life and let that toxic energy keep penetrating your space. If it doesn't bring good to your life, forgive, then let go. If done in reverse, you're simply pushing things under the rug and inevitably we'll have to deal with it at some point or another. Compassion, last but not least, compassion. Compassion is often mostly referred to in how we treat others with kindness. Today, we're looking at self-compassion. In particular, if you miss the title, self-compassion is ensuring we are kind to ourselves instead of judging. What are we good at? Instead of what are we not doing enough of? We all have things to work on and flaws. One is only human and we must do in order to begin to practice mindfulness. We have to observe and reflect in a non-judgmental fashion. This takes time and practice. But to begin to believe and feel the benefits, one must fully commit. Without practicing emotional self-care, it's difficult to move on to other elements such as social, financial, physical self-care and other elements that contribute to taking care of ourselves. I'll continue to share these different areas of self-care to help with your emotional maturity. And I hope you enjoy the reflection prompts and try to get the most out of exploring mindfulness with me. If you want to dive in deeper, why not check out my one-to-one coaching for a personal approach with a helping hand to build your toolkit to move through life positively with purpose.